Hello everyone. Hello once again. This is your host Fox of Five Questions Only. Today on the show we have Monet Hambrick. She is the creator of The Traveling Child, which is a family travel blog ran by herself. Now she's a mother of two. She's a wife and she has so many amazing stories and a lot of them can benefit other families uh, who would like to travel. How's it going, Monet? It's going good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. Could you tell the audience a little bit more, um, do a little bit more elaborating about yourself? Yeah, so um, as you said, I, I'm a mom of two and I'm, I'm married to my husband. We actually started dating my freshman year of college, so we've been together for a little over 11 years now. Um, and I work full time, but I started The Traveling Child about two years ago. Um, I actually, when I was pregnant with my oldest daughter, Jordan, so many people were like, oh, you know, now you're never going to be able to travel anymore. Like, you you know, that those days are going to be over. And it was just honestly like an, a constant thing over and over and over again. And I just felt that there was so much negativity towards it. And I didn't understand like why people feel as if when you have a child, you're not going to be able to do so many things in life, whether that's travel or whether that's hang out with your friends, whatever the case may be. But I just felt as if there were so many limitations put on expecting parents. And my husband and I left to travel before. We had Jordan, we studied abroad together in China while we were in college and different things like that. So we knew that wasn't something that we wanted to stop. Um, and after we had our, our daughter, Jordan, we still continue to travel. And then when we had our second daughter, Kennedy, um, one of my friends was like, you should really start an Instagram about, you know, traveling with your kids. Like I think it would be so helpful. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm, I don't think that would be nice at all. She's like, no, I think like you would help so many parents. And I just thought as no people are going to think you're being vain like look at me traveling with my family and my kids and she's like no I think like they're just like your experience there's so many other parents that are experiencing that same thing and if they see someone that's out there doing it they'll be able to um you know feel as if they can do that too so that's how I ended up starting it um and I was on maternity leave it started as just an Instagram and and halfway through my maternity leave, I knew I wanted it to be more than that. So I started the website aspect of it, really just documenting the tips that we've learned along the way because we didn't know everything um, at first. We still don't know everything about traveling with kids now, but at least, hey, if we could stop someone from making the same mistakes or help them prepare better for a trip, you know, why not? So it's, it's, been just that for the last two years and really just showcasing destinations and trips and products that has that have made it easier for us to travel and and hopefully you know starting a community of parents that you know want to travel with their kids are traveling with their kids even a lot of people that don't have kids now but maybe want to down the line just giving them hope and knowing that you know they don't have to do all their traveling before they have kids and and it can continue once you start a family so you know it's my passion project because um, I do have a full-time job um, I work in HR but it's something that you know I just love to do and hopefully you know it's been beneficial to other people. That is awesome. Yeah, because when I came across your uh, Instagram, your Instagram page, and I was like, wait a minute, she's traveling with two kids. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've always wanted to travel. And I, I didn't do much traveling before I had my son. 
But um, even before I had my son, you know, I wanted to go to certain places and I would have girlfriends that go, oh, no, you can't go there by yourself. You're going to die. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, just crazy yeah, solo stuff. travelers get that a lot too. Like, oh, especially like women, like, oh no, you you're you're going someplace by yourself. Like, oh my God. And it's like, it's okay. Like if you if you if you go in America by yourself, I think you'll be fine. Right. By yourself. <laughs> right. Now, to those people who are looking at you, um, what's it like traveling the world? I guess black, because that's what that was one of the concerns my friend had for me. Like, you know, uh, you can't go certain places because of the way you look. And not only are you traveling black, you're traveling black with kids. Is that a difference or? So we haven't had, you know, really any negative experiences traveling while black. The only thing is um, more so maybe sometimes uncomfortable. Um, Just the the biggest culture shock for me was before we had kids, as I mentioned, my husband and I studied abroad together in China. And that was like the first time that I have ever went someplace where I think like seeing black people wasn't common for um, the residents that live there. So it's more like gawking, like they're just looking at you. They're so intrigued and they're just like, I've never seen a black person before. And literally you'll be taking a picture and they will just come and wrap their arm around you and take a picture as well, like without (laughs) even saying anything to you. And I remember distinctly two incidents when we were, uh, when we were in China, one, we were getting a massage because they're like $7 for an hour massage, so oh like, yeah. And I remember the the lady who was getting a massage. She's like, "Oh, your," she's like, "Your eyelashes and your eyebrows—they're so pretty, you know. They're so pretty. You're, you're, you know. I didn't, I didn't expect that. You know, you're black, and it's like, so like features of your body, like they don't expect like to be pretty. And I'm then we another instance. We went to the mall, and I was trying some pants on, and the lady was like, "Oh, you're so pretty for a dark." person you're so pretty you're so dark but you're pretty and it's just like it's just the you know culturally in some you know countries that the lighter you are the the more beautiful right you you know it is that it's a scene that you are so just comments like that where you know luckily i was at a point you know i was confident in myself so it didn't really bother me that much but you know just the fact that you're automatically maybe seen as not as beautiful because you're darker. Um, So nothing where, you know, someone has been rude to us, you know, in a sense where they're like being absolutely racist, like saying racial slurs to us. We've never had that instant, but just maybe like a lot of gawking. And when we went to Thailand, we did have a little incident um, with the kids because a lot of times we would go, like we, I remember we were at a restaurant and like the people that were sitting across from us, they just like kept staring at us. And I'm sure it's because they've never seen black people before. And my husband and I totally fine. We can deal with that. You know, it is what it is. But like, um, Kennedy was only like, she was, she hadn't turned one yet. So she wasn't really, you know, understanding what was Mm -hmm. going on but jordan definitely understood a little bit more and she's like mommy why do they keep staring at me like why do they keep staring at me um so it was a little bit uncomfortable for her and it's like you i couldn't necessarily like communicate with them like you're making my child uncomfortable can you please stop staring at us um and then we went to the grand palace and people just kept trying to take pictures of the kids over and over and over again or like touching their hair because they'd never seen you know natural curly black hair before and again for me you know, I understand. And while it can be a little annoying, it's not, you know, it's something that you kind of expect when you're traveling to 
other people's homes and they're they're not used to seeing people like you but people kept asking me to take her pictures and she was like I don't want I don't want you to take my picture. I only want my mommy and my daddy to take my picture. And this one guy asked to take his picture and I said no. And then he like tried to come around and try to sneak and take a picture. That's and crazy. it was just like it was like the last day of like a nine-day trip. And I was just like, okay, my daughter is clearly not comfortable in this situation. And you're going to make me try to take your phone and like smash it in the ground and as a parent like honestly that might sound harsh but that's really what I wanted right. to do at that point in time because I just wanted to protect my child and it's not like they were endangering her but she was clearly bothered and she you know was outspoken about it um so it just hurt me to feel like someone was kind of maybe like violating her space right. um and it was and and again it wasn't like a racially motivated thing where they were being you know trying to give us racial slurs but it was because we were black and it was because they're not used to seeing black people um so it just made her uncomfortable so nothing you know negative we've gone places and people have been so helpful you know giving us directions and you know we never felt like oh we're not giving you service because you're black or anything like that but in asia we've just experienced some things like that where especially with the kids and with Jordan understanding things, it did make her a little uncomfortable. You're like celebrities. No, literally when you go to Asia, like no matter who you are, if you're black, they, they literally do look at you like celebrities. And if you're tall, like my husband is not even that tall, but when we were in China, he's 5'11", and they were like, oh, you're in the NBA? Oh, you play? <laughs> That's like, crazy. No, he, does not, he does not know how to play basketball. This man sucks. What are you talking about? Like, like, yeah, it is like they like literally just kind of follow you around. So that's, that's just crazy. crazy for. That's that's crazy. I, I know because I guess to some people it would be a culture shock. You have kids and you the mama bear comes out. Yeah, you know? exactly. You're gonna like, protect uh, and like <laughs> stay away from my child. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because you've never experienced that. It's like what's and you're thinking, what's wrong with you people? And instead of lashing out in a different country, you don't know, just it's is you handle it very mature, you know? Yeah. Now, how do you afford to travel? I mean, like, where do you find the deals? I know you have deals, um, mm -hmm. information on your website, the travelingchild.co, is it? Yes, the travelingchild.co, yes. Dot co. And, um, like, where do you find the deals? And, like, you know, for families who are like, okay, we're penny pinching <laughs> right now just to live in the States or wherever they are um, to be able to travel. Yeah, so it's it really is about deals. I mean, there's a lot of ways that we, you know, afford to travel. I guess more importantly, before you even get to the deals, when you're talking about like penny pinching and things like that, I am a complete minimalist. My husband is not as much of a minimalist as I am, but I've been, you know, I have rubbed my rubbed my ways onto him. <laughs> but um, for us, it was more about like travel is something that's important to us. And it's something that we want to prioritize. So if that means that we have to sacrifice something else, then we're okay with that to be able to get the experiences that travel offer us. So for instance, we do not have cable. We only have the internet. So we have Netflix and Hulu and we watch our, if we watch, you know, our shows, we watch it the day after it comes on. Because honestly, when we did have cable with the kids, I never got to watch the shows that I like to watch when it was live on TV anyway, because it was, you know, time to get, get them ready for bed and bathing them and reading them a story and things like that. So it was always delayed anyway. So it just seemed like there was no point. And cable is expensive and we save like a yeah. hundred dollars a month just on not having cable so that's twelve hundred dollars a month there that we were spending on something else that now has been reallocated to our travel fund that's awesome and how often do you guys 
get to travel a year. And I know so, your kids are young, so. Yeah, so they're not in school, because um, that's the question I always get. They're like, oh, but you're, I'm like, my kids are two and four. They're not in school. Because <laughs> some people are like, oh, how come you're, 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 you take them out of school? And I'm like, oh, no, they're not in school. They're just two and four. Um, but yeah, so like the, we find the deals um, and we let the deals dictate where we're going. So instead of saying, hey, I want to go to Thailand. You know, and I want to go in February or I want to go in June, whatever the case may be. It's what flight deal is available. And, oh, that's the place we want to go. Oh, these flight deals work with when we can get off of work um, and make that happen. So I get like 19 days um, from work. Plus the then we get like eight paid holidays as well. So right. always trying to add a, like if we can include a holiday, most of our trips include a holiday because that's one free day that we don't have to take off already. So when we went to Cuba, we added, we went Labor Day weekend and we added the Tuesday after and the Friday before. So we were able to go for five days and we only took, you know, two days off of work. The same thing when we went to Copenhagen, we went during um, Memorial Day. So that was a free day already. So Doing that helps stretch those days out. And if you can, you know, so it allows you to travel a little bit more. Also, all of our trips aren't super long. So we'll do like, we went away for Memorial Day weekend this year to Chicago. We took no days off because we just went, you know, we went uh, Friday after work and then flew home on the last flight available on Monday. So we took no days off at all. So it varies. Um, I would say probably about like between like six and eight times a year we travel, but those aren't six to eight, you know, one to two week vacations. Okay. Again, some of them are, you know, literally just like a weekend getaway. So just something to get us out of home. Um, but nothing that we're taking a whole bunch of time off of work for. Okay. Now, um, have you noticed, okay, let's start with myself. Um, of course I want to travel with my son, you know, watching your Bob, uh, blog, and watching you via social media made me want to, you know, really inspire me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, let me start around the city, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I took him on a helicopter ride. Ooh. And I noticed after that, I don't want to say he seemed a little bit more mature, mm -hmm. but exposing him really, I feel like helped him, of course, with learning. And how have you seen the growth with your children? even at a young age. Yeah, I think like, honestly, like travel puts you in so many different, ex in situations that you wouldn't necessarily experience at home, which really does shape you. And especially for young children, because flexibility, patience, adaptability, you know, when you have flight delays or when you plan on doing something and it didn't work out the way that you wanted to because something happened and adapting and being flexible in that situation and being patient at the airport when your flight was supposed to take off four hours ago and you're still trying to figure out what the heck is going on you know like all that stuff i feel like teaches the kids you know you know things that will you know because a lot of times i find myself i'm more frustrated and my husband is more frustrated in certain situations than the kids are they're just like oh okay we'll we'll figure it out you know what i mean so right. it's like and it, and as you said, like that helicopter ride, that was something that your son has never done before. You know, you exposed him to a different form of transportation. And that's like the thing too, like when we've traveled to different places, when we leave home, we're most, most of the time we're not in a car. 
we're taking public transportation in Europe, taking the bus or the train or in Thailand, we took a tuk-tuk. Like, you know, just they, they see like different ways. When we were in, you know, Copenhagen, we, we rented bikes and we, we biked around the city and that's how we got around for two days. So you're just teaching them so many different things. And I see like the kids, they recognize, you know, different, they recognize things. They understand that people speak different languages. And if they don't understand what someone's saying, like it already clicks to them, like, oh, they're not speaking English. Right. Like, my, oh, like what, like, and my daughter, like, you know, they don't, they don't know every language. So sometimes my daughter would be like, oh, they're speaking Spanish because we live in Miami. So, you know, we have a lot of Spanish speakers. So she just sometimes may just assume that someone is speaking Spanish when they're speaking another language. But it's, but it's not like a, oh, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, say it again, you know, they like it clicks to them mm -hmm. that they're just speaking a different language because people in different parts of the world speak different languages and they, they look different ways um, and they eat different types of foods. You know, that's, that's another thing I love. I am a picky eater, um, but my kids are not. They eat way more food than I do. Um, you know, they eat sushi, they eat pad thai, and they like, know if you say, oh, we're going to this, you know, we're going to eat at this type of restaurant. Oh, I want this. And they've already associated with that. So I love that too, because it just opens their mind and their palates in so many different ways. That's awesome. That's awesome. And this has been an awesome conversation. I can go on and on <laughs> listening to you. Like you should give a course or something, <laughs> um, speaking to so many people. Um, Thank you so much, Monet, once again, for joining us um, on Five Questions Only. Could you tell everyone uh, where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at The Traveling Child and on my website to find all the tips on where to find flight deals and things like that is thetravelingchild.co. All right. Once again, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to our guest, Monet Hambrick of The Traveling Child. You guys enjoy the rest of your week. Bye.